man cave. A sanctuary. A sacred place. A place where we can go talk about the things we want to talk about. A place where we're surrounded by our favorite teams. A place where everyone is welcome. Grab a seat and a beverage. This is the Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper. What up, everybody? Dan Casper here for another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Coming to you from my Man Cave tonight. He's back. He is back. Aaron Rodgers. I think you guys know a big topic of discussion here. For this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, going to talk uh, the return of Aaron Rodgers, what the uh, what the alleged new deal looks like, and possibly a reunion with a former teammate of his. I mean, there's a lot to dissect with this whole thing. Plus, I want to get into a little bit about the uh, the Brewers. I want to get into a little bit about the Brewers here uh, with the trade deadline coming up here at the end of the week on Friday. And if you listen to the radio show, I talked about it quite a bit um, this morning, which would have been Tuesday morning, depending on when you're listening to this to this podcast. But Robert Murray, MLB Insider, he's been on my radio program a few times. Had a, some interesting quotes from a uh, from a Brewers executive that I think if you're a Brewers fan like like myself here, you should be pretty excited or pretty at least eh, you know it doesn't guarantee anything, but you probably agree with him. That's that's the best tease I guess I could give you at this point. So, but uh, those are going to be kind of the the two main topics here because I'm sure we can ramble on enough about them. But we're getting things started off talking with Aaron Rodgers. So it was just a couple of days ago when I recorded a an emergency podcast on the road to the woods. It was Saturday morning. And it was like the morning after, or like in the middle of the night, Rogers and Devontae posted pictures on Instagram of the same picture of Jordan and Pippen, insinuating it was a last dance. And this was on the heels of Devontae, you know, not going to be continuing contract extension talks and yada, yada, yada. And then Monday comes the news that Aaron's coming back, the Packers made concessions. And then Tuesday, he's already he's in the facility, and and he's actually slated to, uh, to talk to the media after practice tomorrow, um, Wednesday. So let's let's just first say this: I'm glad this is all over with. I was getting sick and tired of the drama. I was getting tired of the the cryptic tweets, Instagram stuff, likes, interviews, all that stuff. Heck, I do cryptic stuff. We all do cryptic stuff sometimes, but this was just getting annoying. Uh, to a certain point, because I'm reminded of the office clip. If you remember when Michael Scott went and left and did his own paper company and then started stealing clients from Dunder Mifflin, and then when he came back to Dunder Mifflin, he let those clients stay with Ryan and Pam, and then like Phyllis was yelling at him saying, you know, something like, you thought you were sticking it to corporate, but you were actually sticking it to us. You always said that we were a family. I kind of feel like Aaron is the Michael Scott in this, where he, maybe he was trying to stick it to the Packers here a little bit, but 
it had a bigger effect maybe on, on the fans. So, I mean, not trying to downplay that it didn't have an effect on the Packers and such, but it had a huge effect on the fans. There's no doubt about it. That's what I don't think the, the Instagram posts and all that, you know, it might have helped speed up the process with, with the Packers and such, but it, had a, it, it took its toll on the fans too. And I, I hope he realizes that. But it's all in the past, and as soon as he throws his first touchdown pass in front of Packers fans, everything will probably be forgotten until next year, that is, because that's how this uh, rumored contract is set up. So he'll play this year, and then in 2022, or after this season, They'll reconvene and assess the situation, I guess. And many still believe that means he's going to get traded. Uh, but by definition, there's still a chance he could play one more year. And then in 2023, that contract, that final year of his deal is voided. He'd be set to become an unrestricted free agent. So, and, and then there was some other stuff too that he's not losing any money but was able to create some cap space for the team this year. So I'm assuming that means a lot of bonuses like roster bonuses and all that fun stuff. But it, there's a lot to dissect with this. Um, let's start with the first part with, with the contract. One year, cool. 2022, we'll see. I know that the question's kind of been floated out there, who's the big winner in all this? I think it's a little bit of both, but if I had to pick where the arrow was kind of, you know, like a gauge, if it's like right in the middle, it's kind of teetering towards Green Bay, I think, because they still get one year for sure with him, potentially another year if they want, and then they can go to Jordan Love. I, I think it worked better for Green Bay, but, you know, if Aaron goes out there and balls and has another MVP, but he still wants out... Well, shit, you know, then you're probably going to have to move on from him and such unless he wants to stay. I don't know. But so I, I feel like in order to get this done, in order to move on, both sides had to make some concessions, right? They both had to make some concessions at that point. And I feel like they did that. Now, the weird thing about for the for year two, let's say, the second part of this, not this year, but the following season. So, it sounds like Randall Cobb's coming back to Green Bay. And honestly, when, when I'm done recording this, that might be very well true that he is uh, he is done. Or he's the deal's done, he's coming to Green Bay. Let's just call it, he's going to be in Green Bay. Which, he's going to have to restructure his contract. So I don't know if it'll be like a one-year deal, but what happens like if, if Randall's going to stay there and now reportedly Devonta Adams, after... You know, Aaron's coming back, and he's got more cap space or created more cap space. Apparently, Devontae's uh, willing now to go back to the negotiating table. What if Cobb and Devontae are going to be there in 2022? Does Aaron still want to leave? You know, because we know Aaron is so... He, 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 needs to, he wants to trust his receivers. He needs to trust his receivers. If he goes to another team, he's going to be able to do that right away? Dude doesn't do off-season workouts. You know what I mean? So if Cobby and Devontae are still there next year, wouldn't wouldn't he stay? You know what I'm getting at? It just so that's like a lot of people assuming that he's he's this is his final year, and maybe it is. It really could be. And maybe maybe Cobby's contract's only gonna be for one year, or who knows about Devontae, but I gotta imagine they're gonna keep Devontae. But hey, let's let's see. Let's see once. Let's wait out, wait it out and see. If it is the last dance, if it uh, 
Maybe it's the last two years. Who knows? But I think we kind of have a timeline now. We, we kind of know an end date of when it's going to, when it's all going to end for, for Rodgers and, and the Packers. There is a possibility after this year, maybe he signs an extension and stays a few more years, and then Jordan Love gets traded. I guess there is that possibility. But at this point, we kind of, you know, a couple years ago when they when they drafted Jordan Love, you could kind of see the maybe possibly the writing on the wall that the end of the arrow was coming. But now I think we really can see the end of the Rodgers era at this point. And, you know, Rodgers is, it's been reported that he's just wanted to go all in one year. You know, TJ Lang did an interview and he reposted it on Twitter where Aaron, you know, said multiple times that he just wanted the team to go in all in just for one year. One year. Well, maybe it's this year, which does make it a little bit more difficult because of the cap situation. The cap is down. The Packers got a lot of money already out there. So, I mean, that that is going to be a little difficult to do. I mean, if all in only means bringing in Randall Cobb, then I guess that's all in. But at the same time, you you look at the rest of the team, what other upgrades would you bring in? You know, offense? Not really. Defense? Probably defensive line for sure. You know, put somebody in there with, with Kenny Clark. Create a dominant defensive front. That would probably probably be my next biggest need. But again, who's out there? Who are you going to trade for? You know what I mean? So... We'll find out. I mean, I know, what is it, uh, Snacks Harrison, I think, still is out there if they wanted to bring him back or something like that. But I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see if they make any more moves. But if all-in means just bringing back Randall Cobb, his, his buddy, and all that, I mean, I get, you know, one year he wants to be able to go to a guy that he trusts and that he knows. I mean, he knows Lazard. He knows MVS. But he doesn't know Amari Rodgers. And Amari Rodgers, who's very close to Randall Cobb, can you know Randall can kind of mentor him and such, but Aaron doesn't know the guy. Aaron doesn't want to, and I think he knows that Amari Rogers is probably going to be a focal part of it. But now it's going to be a, kind of Randall Cobb possibly in, in that role a little bit. I'm sure they'll split some time, but I don't know. It's it's all kind of interesting. And, you know, I was half joking, but Aaron's probably thinking, "Hey, I got this much sway right now. Hell, I should have done this earlier." You know, forcing the team to make some trades and such. Who else can I get? What else can I get right now at this point? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know what else you can get at this point. You know, Golden Tate's out there, but it, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, and, you know, corners they're not going to. They drafted Stokes. They got Jair. They've got, they really got a decent secondary. I still have questions about Kevin King. Inside linebackers, Kamal Martin, Chris Barnes, and uh, they picked up the guy from, uh, I'm blanking on his name right now, Atlanta last year, I believe, a couple years ago. Defensive line. And Bakhtiari, who knows if he's going to be ready to go. He's got big Bob Tunya and Mercedes that he likes, Josiah DeGuara, Aaron Jones. It's a talented team. It's a really talented team. But he's back, and... We'll see if they can get a Super I mean, if he wins a Super Bowl, if they win a Super Bowl this year, I don't want to – never mind. I don't want to I don't want to go down to 2022 right now. I just want to focus on this year. I'm going to take it in. I'm going to soak it up. I am going to love every single minute of this season. I'm going to not take it for granted. I'm going to go to some games, all that sort of stuff. 
I'm taking it in. I'm taking it game by game. Because I don't know what the heck's going to happen, but here's the thing. We don't need to talk about drama anymore until after the season's over with. And hopefully that's after February when they're hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, if you're a first-time listener, I'm a Packers fan. So there you go. So deal with it. All right. We're going to take a quick break here. And then uh, coming up next, let's talk a little Milwaukee Brewers. Trade deadline. Speaking of pushing all the chips in like like maybe Green Bay is going to be doing, could the Brewers be doing the same? Can those two teams be following the Bucs? The Bucs who won the NBA championship. Could they be following suit and and also trying to bring in some championship trophies to the state of Wisconsin? We'll discuss that coming up next. Hey everyone, Dan here again. Hey, I appreciate all of you listening to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, and I hope you're enjoying it. But I want to remind you about my radio show as well, The Dan Casper Show, airs weekday mornings from 6A to 9A Central Standard Time. You can catch the show on WAYY Sports Talk 105.1 and 790 AM, sportstalk1051.com where you can stream it online, the Sports Talk 105.1 app, or on your Google and Alexa home devices. The National League is loaded right now with some teams. You've got the Giants, you've got the Dodgers, the Dodgers, enunciate Dan, and the the Padres. Maybe the best way to pose is the National League West is absolutely loaded. Then you've got the Mets right now on top of the East, but you know Braves are still trying to do their thing. Phillies still trying to do their thing there. It sounds like the Nationals are going to be sellers, and then you got the Get the Brewers in the Central. I mean, they've got, what, seven games up over the Reds right now. And there was a really good piece by by MLB insider Robert Murray on Fansided. And Robert Murray used to cover the Packers, or excuse me, the Brewers for, for the Athletics. So he's got some ins there. But he talked to an unnamed sort, or unnamed executive, a high-ranking executive is what it was phrased. And it was kind of some telling quotes, I thought, where the executive said that, you know, I mean, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but pretty much said that, you know what, they got to go for it this year. They, they've got a team that they feel like if they just add a couple of pieces, they have a real shot at winning this thing. That they've got cheap pitching, and they should put all their chips in and go for it. This is a apparently a high-ranking executive for, for the Brewers. And I'll tell you what. I completely agree. Now, and, I, and I'm using the comparison kind of like in football when you have a quarterback on a rookie contract, like like Patrick Mahomes when when the Chiefs won their Super Bowl, or or uh, you know other quarterbacks back in the last few years. You're seeing teams with these rookie quarterbacks, and on that rookie pay scale, they're investing in other areas of the team, maybe putting in a lot of money on their defense, maybe putting in a lot of money in other positions and then taking advantage of that smaller contract for, from a quarterback. Because once those quarterbacks get those huge contracts, it does get harder to build around them. I kind of look at that that's the type of situation in football comparable to what the what the Brewers have going on right now. Cheap pitching, Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta, Josh Hader. Freddie Peralta, I believe, is the only one who actually signed a contract, but it was a cheap contract a couple years ago. The other three are still arbitration eligible. They're getting by cheap 
really cheap. Those are three all-star starters and a clo- and an all-star closer. You, to, to be able to have three all-star starting pitchers, top 10, all three top 10 in ERAs and such, and you're, it's like chunk change, you have to take advantage of this. If you're the Brewers, you have to take advantage of this. You have to go out there and get an impact bat somewhere. It does make things more difficult that Christian Yelich is is not having an MVP season that I think a lot of us were hoping and maybe expecting to have a bounce back year from him this year. Now he's uh, it was announced today he's going to be on the on the COVID list, but that that's a big you know problem that the Brewers have had this year is that Christian Yelich kind of wondering where the power has been. He's shown glimpses here and there, but nothing on a consistent level. Willie Adamas has probably been the best trade so far in all of baseball this year and what he has meant to that Brewers team. Uh, Omar Narvaez has had a nice bounce back here. But the Brewers still need that pop. They still need that power bat. And when when you look at it, it's either got to come from the corners, one of the corners, third base, first base. Third base, Luis Urias is playing better over there. He's been playing better since Willie Adamas has joined the team. But David Stearns is on record saying too that means we that you know saying something like it doesn't mean we can't get better. So the reports or the rumors, the hot stove out there. Apparently the Brewers have ta- checked in on Trevor Story and and Josh Donaldson. I know a lot of Brewers fans would love to see a reunion with Jesus Aguilar, but historically his uh, his numbers in the second half have not been that good. I know there's Ryan Braun talk and and all that fun stuff, but. I am all in agreement on putting the chips in. I know there's like, you know, Max Scherzer has the Brewers on his no-trade list, but would he still go there potentially to win a World Series? He wants to go to the West Coast. Who doesn't want to go to the West Coast right now? I mean, give me a break there. But, yeah, I'm I'm all in. And I, I feel like Brewers fans would be disappointed if if the Brew crew didn't make a move before the trade deadline on Friday. I feel like they'd be really disappointed. I but at the same time, I know the Brewers hold control of these three pitchers for the next like couple of years at least. And it's going to be really hard to get out of the National League this year. But if the Brewers can get out of the National League, I think they could beat any of the American League teams. I think they could beat Boston, who's leading the AL, uh, AL East. I think they could you know, beat Tampa Bay if they get there. I think um, you know, they just beat the White Sox in a series, taking two out of three. Got the Houston Astros there. I think the Brewers can beat the AL team. So that's why I look, I think the best teams in baseball right now, the majority of them, it's it's top-heavy, but like the top best teams I think are from the NL, the Giants, the Dodgers, the Padres, the Brewers. Those are four, I would say, four out of the best seven, six teams in, in all of baseball. And the Brewers have... Three horses, three aces. Those pitchers that you go into a postseason series and you have those three guys, you're feeling pretty dang good that you're going to win three games right there. Maybe the Brewers want to add another starter and move some of their other back-end starters into the bullpen, like an Adrian Hauser and such. I mean, if they go out there and they get another starter, then you got a wild four-man rotation. I know there's been talks about potentially adding more to the bullpen. But I think we all want to bat. I mean, 
Brewers offense has been better since the start of the season. It has been better since Willie Adamas. But I think what Brewers fans want to see a little bit more of is, is consistency. A little bit more of a pop. You know, the last couple of years we've wanted to see the Brewers play maybe a little bit of small ball, right? They're kind of doing a little bit more this year. Their batting average is down though, but you know, we're, we've been used to the the home run ball and the Brewers leading the league in the home, in majors and home runs or being up there, or at least uh, the National League and such. Not the case this year. A lot of it is falling on, you know, Christian Yelich not showing his pop and, and, and all that. But, man, I just feel like if they got one power bat in that lineup, with the way Colton Wong is hitting, with the way Willie Adamas is hitting, with the way Omar Narvaez is hitting, Luis Urias even has a good OPS. Maybe that power bat will help Christian Yelich get going a little bit more. You know, just putting that bat behind Christian Yelich. Providing him a little bit of protection. But hell yeah, I'm with that Brewers executive. Go all in. Go all in. You can get through the NL. I think the Brewers can win the World Series. I know, that sounds crazy. It's going to be extremely difficult to get through the National League. Did I say get through the AL? I meant get through the NL. But if the Brewers can get through the NL and they can stay healthy, I think they can beat any of those AL teams. I really do. All right, that's going to do it for this uh, little bit of a quicker episode of the of the Man Cave podcast. But I just wanted to get a couple thoughts down on... Uh, on Aaron Rodgers and, and the Brewers here, but we'll have another podcast coming out uh, coming out this week too. I'm sure we'll have more updates uh, to get to and and all that fun stuff. So um, you guys know the drill, right? You're going to hear the next message message telling you what to do. All right, guys, we're going to talk to you again soon later on this week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. But can you do me a quick favor? Can you subscribe, follow, like, and share the podcast? And, you know, rate it, like if you're on iTunes or anything like that. Just make it a good rating. That way other people can find the podcast too. Hey, we're everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, you name it. We're all over. Spread the word about the Man Cave Podcast. Until next time. I'm Dan Casper, and we'll talk with you later.